Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the podcast. It is a joy getting uh, to bring these episodes out to you all uh, this time of year. It's fall time, heading into the, uh, well, we're heading into fall, coming out of summer, and the leaves are starting to fall. Uh, all the lawn, lawn maintenance companies are going to start slowing down here soon, going to do a lot of leaf cleanups and stuff coming around the corner, and there's just a lot of different stuff. Snow's coming for all you guys up north. Snow is coming, so we're going to try to bring on a lot of guests to talk about snow, uh, some different things with the holiday lighting, and all the fun stuff coming up if you're listening live here uh, at the time of the recording that is going to be coming here in this upcoming season. But today we have another guest episode uh, for you today. It's the ones that I like doing the most, as I always say. I can talk a little bit. Uh, and, and bring you some good content, but I always like getting on here and talking with uh, some guests that can bring better perspectives of things that I can't, uh, can't really relate to, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. So today we're going to talk with some guys out of our local networking group. I've talked to you all about how important uh, networking groups are and the relationships that you meet out of them, and uh, I've grown great, great relationships with these guys here, and we have with us Chris and Derek from AdSpark. Uh, they're right here out of uh, Trustville, Alabama. A local company and they're an ad agency so i'm going to kind of let y'all kind of sit back and uh tell us a little bit of how y'all started and um kind of what got you to where you are today and, and then what kind of services y'all offer and just go into the the marketing and the abilities to market online uh edm all the stuff that goes into marketing for uh people like myself entrepreneurs small businesses uh all the companies out there that are listening so chris if we want to start with you you just kind of bring us up to where we are today sure so you know we started um the business in 2007 um we actually derek and i worked uh, in radio and uh for crawford broadcasting uh which owns wdjc and uh, which is a Christian music station, and then uh, 101.1 The Source, and it was news talk station at that time. And uh, anyway, we worked there, and, and we're good friends, and and anyway, just gained a lot of experience uh, there at the radio station. And, you know, he, he ended up leaving and, and going and pursuing another uh, career path and, and kind of moved into uh, an agency world um while i was still there and then and then you know the, one of the negatives to radio is that you know when when you have a radio station if it isn't meeting the needs or the the expectation of the owner they'll uh, change the format and that's what happened with news talk station and uh i i, I just felt like it was time to, to to move on myself and so started uh the agency in 2007 and then the housing market uh kind of uh, collapsed in 2008 uh, which was a, a fantastic time to start a business. Yeah, you picked and, a great time to get into right. it. Right, and so um, Derek, um, actually, he was kind of doing some freelance stuff, stuff with me, and um, anyway, it, it it led to him coming and joining, and so anyway, we, we were uh, we were 
you know, making it work uh, in 2008 and 2009. Yeah, one of the toughest times to start. I was, uh, I mean, I was alive, but I don't really, I don't really comprehend what everything happened. I know all, uh, a lot of the older guys out there that are listening, you can kind of relate to that. And people that started in that time period and really just survived that time period. Um, that's that's one of the big things that I've heard is like, you did what you could to get by. You came up with, you tried to create as much business as you could. Yeah, so, so one of, one of the things that, and I'll I'll say this, you know, we're we are a small agency, um, and uh, but one of the 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 blessings that really, and, and we're both believers, and so one of the big things is that the the Lord really directed us to be able to do some really neat things, and you know, agencies our size don't typically go into the social media and the. Uh, or in depth uh, of social media, the email marketing and, and, um, digital, and advertising. digital advertising, and and so one one of the things that we did uh, was really saw saw the need, and, and it was really kind of by by you know sheer you know the, the clients were saying, hey, our three thousand dollar radio budget is going to have to be reduced to you know a thousand bucks or five hundred yeah. bucks. What can we do? Yeah, well. You know, you're not going to be able to do a lot with it, and so we had to get creative. And uh, th- these clients had great lists already of of customers that they had uh, in their database, and so they weren't doing anything with them. And so we ended up um, doing doing that, and so it it ended up being a we were growing in in the times that a lot of businesses were closing uh, in '08 and '09, and so um, and and that's where we set ourselves apart from a lot of agencies our size. I think kind of taking back to us in radio and one of the things that kind of inspired us to start the agency is we had to work with agencies while at the radio station. And a lot of times it seemed like they did not care about the client. Hmm. They were just there, place the buy, get their commission, move on. And we, the way that Crawford Broadcasting was set up, we had to have really good relationships with all the businesses that came on the air. Yeah. And there was a lot of back and forth of, we could do this. We could do what they're doing and be able to offer more than just radio. Radio is great, but radio may not be for everyone. Yeah. TV may be for someone. Social media may, may be for someone. So it allowed us to go to these small businesses and say, hey, we can help you, and we can help you beyond just this. And then, you know, going forward into the whole housing crash, all that sort of stuff in 08, a lot of those agencies didn't adapt. They were still kind of back in the mold of, all right, we're going to get our commission, we're going to do this, and we're going to move on. And they didn't last. Yeah. So there were a few agencies that we knew, that we knew the people there, and coming out of that back into 2009 and 2010, it was like, all right, they're, they're not around anymore. So, and, and I think that kind of speaks to what we were able to do and kind of, you know, hey, we're here actually for the client. We're going to adapt with the situation. This isn't about us playing golf on Fridays yeah. and, and taking our commission and going home. This is about, hey, how can we generate results with whatever the budget? And I think that that's something that we have always kind of strived. When we sit down with a new client, it's like, hey, we're not asking for all this money. What do you have right now? What can we make it work with this? And then let's just kind of grow. You uh, give us your trust, we will give you results. So yeah. that's kind of how we've done that. So it sounds like y'all kind of started, you moved into the digital marketing. That, and that's what y'all, you, you brand yourself as a digital ad agency, right? I, I mean, in that. Yeah, you do I mean, more than that. Yeah, but we are a traditional ad agency. Yeah. But yeah, the focus, of, of course, you know, these days, I mean, you know, 14 years into it, 
I would say predominantly most of the stuff that we do is digital. And that's so that's kind of where I was going is so in 08 when you started, what is the were y'all in like the transition stage of like, hey, we're kind of the first, not literally the first company, but in the first wave of people to start digitally advertising? Like when did that start? Yeah, I, I, mean, I would say um, one of the things that that when when we started the whole I don't even know how many of the, the current social media platforms were even around. Yeah. Or yeah. they were in their infant stages. So um, I, I would say that we definitely, especially with Facebook, because Facebook was was just really yeah. getting into the business side of things. So I always tell people that advertising is a very vague term. It encompasses all. So when we started, you know, we had these plans of we're going to do TV, we're going to do radio, we're going to do print. That's going to be what we do. Um, and that quickly changed. So I think that traditional advertising today is almost the digital yeah, advertising. That's like what it is. Yeah. Like, so when you think of advertising, people think of Google. Yeah. They, they think of, of digital ads. So, but people do, do still do TV, do radio, that sort of stuff. But I would say that primarily 75% of, of what we do on a monthly basis is, is probably that. Yeah, that's... If y'all hear these knuckles pop in the background, Chris over here got got a little nervous uh, he's, energy. He's gonna have arthritis by the time he's yeah. I don't. Know, how old are you, Chris? Uh, forty two. Twenty two. No, forty two. Oh, uh, forty two and looking pretty good. You can still he can still get up and down a football field. Tell him about that real quick. Well, I uh, during the f- fall football season, um, I officiate college football for the Sun Belt Conference. So he can still move when he needs to move. When that when that whistle blows, he knows. Knows where to be and, and pretty good at blowing the whistle too. Do you blow the whistle at all or do you oh, just yeah, all yeah? the time? Oh yeah. yeah. See. Well you got a Fox forty? I do have a Fox forty. That's the best I'm impressed I'm impressed that you uh know the um the the terminology. I'm a basketball coach. I gotta have a good whistle too. Gotcha. So. Yeah, well the Fox forty is good. It's and a great a, one. A cushioned a cushioned tip. Oh too. man, that makes all the difference mm-hmm. in the world. Easy on the teeth. Yep, yep, yep. Oh man, that's funny. Well that's so that's good stuff. So that's kinda how you started. Um Kind of break down what you do today now. Uh, so y'all are your your partners now, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you Chris started it, you grew it. Derek came on here, left his job in the in the recession era, and you've grown it to where y'all are today. Tell us what you're doing. What I mean, I know you've helped me in my business with website and stuff, uh, but but what are y'all actually? What is your target audience? What are you wanting to do? We we work with a lot of home related businesses, but one of the one of the cool things you know Derek touched on it is that. You know, we, we were we were able to leave radio and not while we heavily believe that radio still works, there there are so many things that we can bring to a, a company that um you know, that they when you have a rep that comes in from a from a radio station or a TV station or any digital platform out there, because everyone sells digital. Yeah. The, the I think that the biggest thing is trying to go through all of that stuff and realize because they all claim that they're the best or that they do something different than the other yeah. person yeah and so what what we're you know we look at ourselves as consultants where we can kind of sit down formulate a plan uh, we already have clients that are already spending money and doing things so you know you have our expertise of saying all right well we've done this with this client it doesn't work or we've done this but this is the this is the way that you need to do it. So you know, tr- hopefully, trying to bring a little bit more of knowledge, um, you know, to that client. And so, if if a small business doesn't have a marketing person, and and you know, they're 
you know, doing the, the work themselves, building the deck or, 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 you know, doing the HVAC, whatever, if they're out there doing it, you know, and they don't have someone, we can be that person. But we also work with marketing people. You know, mm-hmm. if, if a client is big enough to where they have a marketing person, we work hand in hand. And it's not that we're trying to take someone's job. It's more of uh, we can be an asset to them yeah, uh, and, and kind of uh, alleviate them wasting their time meeting with, you know, 10, 15 different, um, you know, different reps that come want to come through the door, you know, yeah. on a monthly basis. So, yeah, I mean, I think that we aid the small business, the small business owner, so mm-hmm. that he can focus on his business. So, I mean, you're a small business owner. I mean, oh, yeah. you wear a lot of hats. Yep. If marketing and advertising and promoting is something that you can take off your plate and just have this one guy that you talk to. Yep. All the better. Especially if I'm not good at it. That's right. that's one of the things that I hit on a lot of the times is, and, and you hear this talked about on a lot of different podcasts, but if it's something, as an owner, you need to be doing the work that, that generates you, like it, that's in your pay grade. Right. And if you're not good at marketing, don't waste time on hire out the right people. So hire out of the Nats Park or whatever company is near you or maybe you already have one. Hire in somebody that, that that's literally what you do. Like that's all y'all do. You know, it, it, it could take me – Two days, two weeks to create a good website where it right. can take y'all a day, and it would be ten times better than when I would. So, it don't. It, is it going to cost money? Yes, it's going to cost money. But if you're out there and you're looking for marketing and stuff, just hire it out the right way. Get the right people, the professionals in here to do it, and that's what that's what y'all do on a daily basis. Yeah, and, and I think that part of it is is just you know attacking it with the right mindset because yeah. we've met with many business owners over the years, and they're they're mindset is it's going to cost this yeah the the soon as soon as you label it as a, as a cost instead of an investment i mean you're kind of already starting off on the wrong foot you yep. have to realize i mean you know we talked about all right we've invested in equipment we've done this we've done that well you have to invest in 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 people knowing about you i mean yep. this this isn't field of dreams if you build it they're not just going to come yeah you yeah. know so i i think that you know we and that's one of the things when we sit down with them is, is a lot of time it's just like Let's get the, the right frame of mind of what we're doing here and how we're going to kind of shepherd you through this process. Yeah, and some businesses, I mean, it, it, it may be that, there, that because we, there's a lot of business owners that are very good at marketing. It's just, it's just it gets thrown down where, yeah, they want to be involved or they want to yeah. do it, but it gets, you know, it gets buried under all the other things that kind of take precedence. And they so, should just be doing things that are higher Right. Higher up in there. Things that generate more income for their business. Right. And we don't charge retainer fees. So, that, you know, as far as us meeting with a client and sitting down and kind of being their, their representative, it's 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 not costing them anything to yeah. do that. Um, and then when we, you know, ha- typically how we get paid on uh, as, as far as, you know, the traditional media, when we place that, the media company cuts us a discount. And so, you know, if your budget's a thousand bucks, we get you know 150, but you're still getting a thousand dollars worth of advertising. Yeah. So um, it it really is a simplistic approach, uh, and that that's kind of where your your dollars are going to your advertising. You know, on the flip side, you know, if we are managing you know the the email marketing or the social media and all that stuff, then we're talking about management fees there. But um, again, you know, our our goal is, and I, we've priced ourselves with with other other companies that do it, and I mean, we we are very competitive. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, I mean, we're not expensive. So again, I think it's just a matter of you know priorities. 
Um, and advertising and marketing, when you talk to a, a new company or whatever, typically advertising is, is least thought about yeah. or planned uh, in the beginning. And, but it, and, and when it comes to businesses not doing well, it is also the first thing that's cut. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we learned that back in 08, 09. It's, hey, we're going to slash that. So, yeah. because they don't look at it as something that is necessary. It's almost like it's a luxury to be able to advertise, which you can't really look at it that way. And if it's not done the right way, it's just not going to be. It's not going to be helpful to your business if you're not doing it the right way. Right. That and you're not targeting the right audience and doing that. Especially nowadays, like it, everybody can go out and put a postcard on a mailbox or a door hanger or, or whatever. You can't. You can't do that with Facebook. Tar- Facebook like uh, the geo fencing and all that stuff that I hear talked about. And I don't. I don't. Not an expert in all that, but. It, it takes qualified people who actually study it and know what to do yeah, to do it, that type of stuff. It, I mean, those, those platforms change on a regular basis, just, yeah. as, it, just as much as Google. And, I mean, when we first started, you know, and doing websites, you know, 12, you know, 10, 12 years ago, uh, you know, you could build in meta tags and you were good to go. Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, the org, uh, you know, the, the, you know, at the, S- the SEO where, you know, it is, um, the organic stuff is just there's money being spent on that side, yeah. um, and it wasn't at at you know uh, uh, you know t- ten years ago. Well, I mean, I think that you go. <clears throat> I don't know how many times we've gone into meetings over the years, and we're just you know, hey, you know, this is the sort of stuff that we do, and we may mention radio. We'll say TV. We're not suggesting that they do it. And the first thing out of their mouth is, "I've done radio. It doesn't work." Hmm. Saying I've done radio, it doesn't work, or I've done TV, it doesn't work, or I've done Google, it doesn't work. Whatever they say, things like that, I'm like, did you do it, but did you do it right? Yeah, exactly. You advertising on a country station versus advertising on a talk radio station, you're going to get two different audiences. And then within that, what's your message? You know, what's your deal? What, I mean, what are we doing? So when you break it down, you know, there's... How many different variations of, of doing radio? How many very different variations of doing social media? I'm working with a one of our mortgage companies right now, and we're uh, they've introduced a new program to be able to get pre-approval faster. Well, we've put out similar ads, exact same picture, exact same web link, exact same everything, except we changed the message, uh, the actual text of it, and one doubled the results of the other. So hmm. it is it is one of those things that you you have to break it down. To the smallest degree of what can, you know, encourage someone to click on a link, what can encourage someone to act on that. So I think that when, when people say things like that, they're really kind of short selling their ability to advertise in those areas. So for sure. And, and so Chris, you brought up SEO and that's, I'm actually glad you brought that up because that's where I wanted to go next. Um, The whole SEO thing is huge nowadays and I, I follow people that talk about it all the time, how important SEO is. Uh, being high up in the SEO rankings mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I don't even know how it all works. Kind of go through the the steps of SEO, how to get how to how to have a good ranking, how to be up at the top and and also hit on some website stuff. Well, go through the so go through like the maybe it goes hand in hand. Sure. I, maybe it goes maybe the website goes hand in hand in doing that. Right. Uh, the importance good, of it. Well, having a good website is is key and, and there's a lot of businesses out there that you know, maybe they had a new website, you know, five years ago. Um, and if you're not touching that website on a regular basis, uh, the, the SEO uh, again is going to falter. Yeah. Um, and so the website does, does, you know, lead to the SEO, um, you know, from, from a, 
you know, how updated is it? Um, you know, are you doing, you know, the, the maps and the locators, the, I think that the, the big thing is the, the Google, my business and the maps, uh, are, are, are a great way of starting, but there's so many directories out there that, uh, you know, I think for a business owner to be able to conquer, uh, is, is, a, really an uphill battle. Um, and so that's where we kind of come in, but then, uh, you know, we encourage uh, blogs. Uh, blogs are a great way. Any kind of activity, you know, where you're doing a podcast or where, you, where whether you're doing video, um, you're, you're providing content that, one, allows people to come back to your website. If your website is not being touched or not being changed or whatever, and, you know, there's really no need for me to continue to visit yeah that hurts the seo the the organic and so the more that you provide some new stuff and provide uh, new content that people are going to be coming back the the greater that uh, organic listing and that organic search is going to be for certain keywords and certain um, aspects of that business so that you know that that's how and that's what we do we we try to really um, touch on blogs and blog writing we do blog writing um and uh, we do that for our clients. So everything that everything that you just said, it comes across as how important your website is. Um, being ranked in the listings, coming back to the website. The website is, is almost like the common denominator there. And, yeah, and that's what I've heard. So, so your website is looked at as, as it is, if you have a showroom, it is a 24-7 showroom. Yeah. It, it is open. It never closes. Um, and so the same thing, or it's a salesperson, you know, it's a salesperson that never takes time off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, your website should, should be both of those. It should be welcoming, inviting, uh, but it also should sell. It should, it should tell, you know, if, if you're looking for lead generation, if you're looking for, you know, people to sign up for your e-blast, if you're looking uh, at, at selling things, whatever it is, you really need to make that at the forefront of what that website uh, should be. But, you know, the, the, the big thing is if it's, if it's accomplishing what it's, you know, I, I, we had a, we have a jeweler that we work with that, um, you know, he, he, he needed to update his website and, you know, we work with clients that maybe they haven't touched their website, but they don't want to, they don't yeah. want to spend that money. And so, you know, we kind of just sat down with him and just talked to him about the importance of it. And he got, and he made the comment that I just don't know if it's worth it. And so, and this, again, this is one of those divine things where we were in there and, you know, I was, I was talking to him and uh, in comes this uh, older gentleman that had brought in this, um, this uh, drawing that he had drawn. And he said, I want uh, this necklace to be designed for my 16-year-old daughter. Um, or you know, maybe she was an 18-year-old daughter. She was about to graduate or something like that. And so, so he was coming in there with, with this. And he said, um, you know, and and so you know, um, the jeweler you know took it back to his um, computer to start working on something or whatever, and I just asked him point blank, and I think that this is where it kind of goes back to, kind of that grassroots, that old old school, hey, paper works, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But just asking, hey, how did you come about coming in here, knowing that they are a custom jeweler? How did you know that? And he said, well, I went to the website. I said, you went to the website, and he said, yeah, I searched custom jewelry. Came across, you know, Isabel Jewelers, and lo and behold, I saw the the uh, cam, uh, the video cam, or whatever. I saw the saw the, all the the drawings and all that stuff on the website. And I'm thinking, okay, so I had them repeat it 
to the jeweler when he yeah. came back up. And I said, see. And after that, he was like, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and invest in it. So, again, it's just you, a lot of businesses, they just, I just don't know if anyone goes to it. Or I, or I see these numbers, but I just really don't believe it, you know. And numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. And, and the, the digital approach of that website, website can be a great advocate on selling someone and, and letting them know, hey, I'm comfortable with these people to come into our house yeah. to do work. Or, you know, I, I feel comfortable bringing my card to get it serviced here. Or, you know, I really, you know, want these guys to come and cut my grass, you yeah. know, that yeah. sort of thing. And that's the audience that you're mostly targeting here that's going to be listening to this podcast is there's going to be a lot of landscapers, a lot of lawn maintenance businesses listening to this. So for me, well, so what is the advantage to, say, letting, letting a company like y'all create a website as opposed to me going and creating one on what Fiverr or how, whatever those companies are that, that you can go out and make one on. What are the advantages to having it done by y'all versus me just going out and, and throwing something together for a hundred bucks or whatever and saying, well, I hope people come to it. Right. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, again, just building it right where, you know, the just SEO, the professional from, from, from that, from the look and, and all that stuff. I, and, I'm but, a big fan of anything where if something goes wrong, I can, talk face to face with the person yeah. that it's messed up. Yeah. And so I think that if you're comparing it to a Fiverr, a lot of times you're working with people overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're talking about any of these other companies, a lot of times you're talking to people in other parts of the United States and then you get into where it's being housed. Yeah. Whether you choose to host it through a GoDaddy or something like that. Well, get get on customer service with GoDaddy and see how much fun you have that day. And how long it takes. Yeah, everything that we do, we, we host here locally. Yeah. If, if anything goes wrong, you pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, Chris, hey, Derek, here's what's going on. We take care of you. Yeah. You know, you're not getting that ability anywhere else. Yeah. You know, so, I, I, and I think that, I mean, you know, I, I had to get on the phone with someone the other day and I felt like I got patched through to like five different people and had to repeat myself five different times and yeah. it's almost just like, no, that's that's not what I'm. It's wanting. not worth it. No, it's not. So, so kind of go through, and I know we're hitting on websites hard here, but this it's a huge thing that I'm just I'm learning about and how important it is. Kind of walk through what are a few options for somebody who's out there that doesn't have a website, or maybe they need to get those redone. Because um, I know in my case, we built me a web page. Yeah. We didn't build an actual website, and that was a budget friendly option to get just to get started and get something out there. Honestly, you know for. For what you do, and for what most of the people that are probably listening to this podcast, um, a, a landscape—if you don't, you you don't have to have a huge website. Yeah. And and I think that you know having a landing page where you know there's multiple options on that one page where you know you click on a gallery, you click on you know information or whatever services rendered or whatever, all of that stuff can be housed on that one web page. And, you know, you're you're good to go. So, again, you don't have to overthink it or make it complicated where, you know, it's multiple pages and, and uh, you know, just just a headache to, to work. Yeah, especially if you're not comfortable. So what are, like, rough estimate cost breakdown things here? Nothing nothing in depth, but, like, if I wanted to go out and create a, a web page, am I looking at $500, $1,000, well, I mean, $3,000, as opposed to a website, a full page, like full, oh, full, yeah. full page? So, you know, a web page, I mean, anywhere from, you know, $500 on the low low end to, you know, probably $750, 1000 bucks. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, from a, you know, full website, uh, just depending on what kind of custom uh, customization, all that stuff, you know, you're at, you know, on the low side, 3500 to, you know, 
you know, six, seven, yeah. uh, just depending on how, how, but the size of your business has a lot to do with that. Oh, absolutely. If you're running some, if you're running a landscaping company who has 35 crews and seven different, uh, divisions, irrigation, maintenance, uh, right, fertilizer, right. then you need one of those websites. Absolutely. You need a, you need a website where somebody can put in a, a, a keyword and it come up on that tab and go click on it and say, Hey, call us now. That's right. right. That's right. You know, if, if you do multiple services, and you know, there's there's different um, you know expectations. Um, you know, it really all depends on 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 that. But uh, again, you know, I wouldn't overthink it. If you don't have anything, definitely start with a web page, and then you know it can grow from there. Um, but I think building it, you know, we, we, most of everything, everything that we do build is WordPress. And so we love WordPress. It's very, uh, user friendly. And the other thing too, is when we build a website, we give you the keys. So, I mean, if, if you want to make changes yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, if you're really busy and all that stuff, we're here and we can do that uh, at, at a minimal charge. And so, um, you know, WordPress is very SEO friendly. It's very user friendly. It's very, uh, easy to navigate and manage. So, um, and we just, you don't typically have any issues with a WordPress site. Well, well, I, th- I think there's no surprises with that too. Uh, we've worked with many businesses over the years that um, maybe they had a website and they're wanting to change out of that website, but for them to change, they have to start from scratch because the business that they're with has the prop- proprietary you know, technology. They've built the website this way. There is no transferring every anything. So yeah. it's basically starting from scratch. So we try to be pretty pre- transparent and upfront and say, Hey, this is yours. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you know, you gave us money to build this for you. We're not going to try to take ownership. We're not going to hold you hostage. We've worked with many clients over the years where, I mean, they've, they fought to be able to keep their URL when transferring companies. Yeah. So wow. it, it could be a nasty business. Yeah. All right. Well, so there's a website there. That's went off on the, on the whole website thing there. And, uh, it, the importance of the website is huge, and that's what I've I've learned over the past couple months. Here, sitting here talking to y'all uh, from different other people in the industry, website is huge. So let's talk a little bit of what are the different types of marketing besides a website. Say, say the guys out there that's starting out, starting his business, and he do, he literally doesn't have the money to pay a, an ad spark to to come market for them yet. He just needs to get on a free platform like an Instagram or a Facebook or a LinkedIn, something like that. He just needs to put content out there, maybe boost it every once in a while. What are the steps that somebody starting out like that should take uh, as on, on whatever those platforms may be, Facebook, Instagram, how to, how to promote that stuff and whatever. Y'all hit on that a little bit and talk about who, whoever specializes in that. I think that you know we encourage a, a first step for businesses like what you're talking about to dabble in the social media. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the most budget-friendly. And it's also going to be the the one that allows you to localize your target a little bit better. Um, if you're a um, landscaping company out of Springville and you're wanting to hit a you know 15 mile radius around mm-hmm. your your place, having statewide coverage on a radio station is is not where you need to be spending your money. Exactly. But if you can target around where you want to be on social media. Um, you have the ability to, to, to post when you want. You have the freedom to post when you want. You can post anything that you want. So it's really about st- setting up a page. We think that um, we start with Facebook with everything and then build out from okay. there. Facebook seems to have the most business-friendly capabilities. It's um, just taken off. I mean, it, 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 Facebook you know, business is huge. Once they uh, bought Instagram yeah. and everything's kind of run together, 
you have some more flexibility in doing that sort of stuff. So I think social media is always going to be the most budget-friendly and easiest way to, for someone to kind of market themselves locally. Just get into it themselves. And I think what you're saying is, is huge because, like, for me, and Chris knows this, those of you out there know this, me and my business, we are personally shrinking down big time our radius of, of where we're going. Mm-hmm. I don't want people 30 miles away knowing that I even exist. Right. I mean, maybe they have a friend that lives near me that they could refer me to, but I don't want I don't want anybody reaching out to me over 10, 15 miles away. Right. So in some cases, the the uh, social media might be the best places to to go in, in our business and a service business who's driving every day. You don't a small business that doesn't have multiple crews to cover different cities and counties and all that well and it's probably the easiest platform to also uh go back to your website on because you can backlink to your website constantly it's going to help with your seo so uh, you know traditional radio some other things are not going to offer yeah offer that so so do you do y'all you might i'm sure you know this you're literally an ad agency but so like the instagram say you're not boosting stuff you just Mm -hmm. want to grow your profile something like that um what are the steps do y'all know much about that like the the algorithm or all that like i've heard make a post today or, or stuff like that Do, can y'all hit on that at all and, and say i mean does that really help so you know we have we have some clients that we have encouraged to post less because okay. they are posting so many times per day and you feel like they're starting to cannibalize each other you know the the last that i heard and it may have changed but i mean an organic post is only going to reach about seven percent of your audience so the <laughs> Facebook really encourages you is you to spend money to on, what, on, it, yeah. on what they're doing. Now, if you have a large following, that's great. But when you're starting out, it's almost impossible not to grow without putting some money behind it. Okay. Um, but I also think that the more uh, posts that you have, just think of it as content that people can follow up with later on once they learn about you. Yeah. And there's been plenty of times that – you know, we, we work with companies like Chris said, you know, the majority of our client roster is home related businesses. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of those home related businesses aren't businesses that you need all the time. Yeah. It may be, all right, well, I don't need a, a, a an HVAC company right now, but I'm going to go ahead and like their page because they seem, I saw a post and they seem like reputable people so that if my HVAC goes out, I can go back and search them. It's almost like bookmarking it. And so then... You know, I may go to that page and I may scroll through and see some of the content that they post that kind of relates to me. And it's that's something we talk about on the podcast all the time. Is it's what you're saying is social proofs. That's literally what it does. Is social proofs your business because they can get on there and say, "Oh, look, they have good reviews and they have all these posts. They people in clients' houses with pictures with clients uh, that are they're happy with their work." That's something that so it, it is. It lends some credibility. Exactly. Yeah. It gives you credibility of, of work history. Right. You're not just some, even if you are a new company, get with those first potential clients, those ones that you work with, take the pictures, take the picture of your work, mm-hmm. and, and upload it. Even if you're not reaching, even if you only have 50 followers, right. put it out there so when you have 1,000, the new ones coming in can go back and look at that right. stuff. And, it, and, it's, and it's odd because a lot of people kind of fall back on the placing just talking about social media, placing a Facebook ad that will run over the course of the month. And that's literally like, all right, I'm going to spend 20 minutes. I'm going to place this ad and let it run over a month. And that's going to be it. And then, you know, I'll run across that. Love to do research on other companies, see what they're up to. I'll click the ad, click the little thing that'll send them to the, to their, uh, their page. 
they'll have three posts on that page, and the last one's from like April of 2019 or something like that. And and, and you're just like, yeah, you you did step one, but you didn't do didn't step, follow up. You, you yeah. didn't do a thing. So that person could possibly say, I did Facebook, it didn't work. But again, you didn't do all the steps yeah. that are necessary. Didn't so, do it right. Yeah, right. And, and that's if I'm the person that's looking for a service, and I see that. If I see a, if I see a company that hasn't posted something on their Facebook page in three years, I'm not using them. Right, like, that's right. And right. That's, well, you think that they're probably not in business yeah, anymore. Yeah, I literally right? think they don't exist or so, people don't like them. Like right. And I think the the other thing too, and you know, this this kind of gets back to you know your web page, but also you know social media. Be sure to get reviews. You know, if you're if you're a business that really relies on referrals and and that sort of thing, reviews are great. Preach it. And so, you know, that's that's one of those things. And 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 that's one thing that, uh, you know, we had uh, a client the other day um, reach out about uh, creating some sort of a review link, uh, where you know they can send out that re- once they do a job or whatever, send that out to the customer, and it gives them a oh, thumbs wow, up or a, a thumbs idea. down. Yeah. Well, the thumbs up, you know, if it's a thumbs up, they can leave the review either on Google or Facebook. Uh, if it's a thumbs down, it'll alert you, hey, I've got an issue here yeah. that I need, to, I need to communicate with. And that's the other thing, too, with small businesses. Small businesses, typically, you run into some communication breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and the number one thing is, and, and is that they're busy doing their job. They're busy going out and servicing whatever that they do. And, you know, maybe they get 50 phone calls yep. and it's just not feasible to be able to reach out to everyone. Yep. So having those checks and balances and, and sometimes the, the brutal, honest truth of us will try to communicate that and say, look, you know, from a customer standpoint, this is going to lose. You're going to lose some people this way. Yeah. Um, so communicate, communicate, communicate. And, and that's that's one of the big things that, uh, you know, advertising is is communicating. But then. You know, not just hooking them and getting them to call you or getting, you know, getting that job, but it's communicating, hey, ran into an issue, um, the, you know, the rain slowed us down, what, whatever. Let, let people know because people, you know, right now we've got an appliance dealer that is really at the mercy of these brands and the manufacturers and all that stuff. And with the pandemic and, yeah. and things kind of slowing down, it, it, you know, it, it's pushed some you know, these appliances, not until 2022 yeah. uh, to, to come back. So uh, again, just communicate and be honest with them and, and try to try to have a solution uh, for their problem. Solution solutions are the, that's the key. That's the key. And communication is communication. I, that's, that's one thing I've learned just in every aspect of life. Like you have to communicate the right way. If you don't, you're going to lose customers. You're going to lose friendships. You're going to lose family, like all, all that stuff. Right. It goes back to communication. Right. And, uh, that's, that's something that is huge to me that I've learned recently. And anybody that's out there that's not communicating and I'm, and I'm the world's worst. Like I, I'm preaching to the choir because I'm that guy that's on the mower that's getting 10, 15 calls a day. And then you got to get home at five or six o'clock and then try to return those, but don't return them too late because you don't want to mess people up in their night, their evening. And then you'll go three days and you're like, wow, I haven't even called this person back yet. How's that look on your business? Yeah. And so it's it's tough. It is tough. But by having the websites, having that, those contact, and that's one thing that we did on mine was the, and I'm, every, every website has this, the contact form submission thing. Right. Where when they do that, it automatically comes through. And that's nice because they're not calling me. And that's, it, I hate to be rude, but and everybody out there that's listening feels this way. I don't always have time to talk on the phone with somebody. Sure. But if they hit that contact submission form 
they send me all their info. Well, and that's the other thing too with with the website. The website can answer a lot of questions yeah. that maybe they have. Yeah. You know, what kind of services do you have? Yeah. You know, what areas do you service? And so a lot of those questions can be now. We, you know, by Derek working on social media a lot, you have some answers right there in front of you, and then you still have they people still, that yeah. just don't get it. So, you know, th- that's not going to curb it entirely, but it can curb a good bit of it. Uh, and so it allows them to reach you in a little bit more convenient way. On the website, that's one thing you just said is always have your service areas. That's if, because like in, in on Instagram stuff, you can do the the radius of how far you want it to reach but on the website it's going to go everywhere right i mean right anybody in the world can look right. at that website That's right and anybody in the world can look up your instagram page but it's it's not going to promote to anywhere in the world so if somebody looks on your website that's 30 miles away they might say oh he, he'll come out here well, he's not that far all right away. so so here's a good example you know you, you mentioned geofencing and all that stuff earlier but you know we, we work with a utility company and you know they're specifically here in trustful and uh you know we when we were meeting early on when we first started running digital ads um we we specifically are targeting just this area well um the general manager's um daughter who lives in hoover um saw one of the ads and he was like well hold on here now we're we're not we're not hitting hoover and i was like no we're not hitting hoover so what what can definitely happen when you do have those geofencing and the, 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 that type of tracking, is that if anyone breaks that, and I said, so did she come and visit recently? And she goes, well, yeah, they were here for, you know, uh, Sunday dinner or whatever. And so, you know, because they were in the yep, fence, yep. just because they leave, now they won't be served that ad once it realizes, hey, they're out in they're Hoover. Back in, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're outside that area. So she didn't see that ad after that. But... Again, it's just one of those things that yes, it it, it it's not a hundred percent proof that hey, no one's going to be served that ad. But it, if they were ever in there, you know, they may work in Trustful, but they live in Hoover um, or or whatever. So they there's a good chance that they could see the ad, but it's because they frequent Trustful a good bit, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. So just educating people because a lot of that, uh, you know, a lot of people can talk over people's heads. A lot of the stuff sounds great, but again, just educating and then trying to trying to bring, and that's what we do. Yeah, that's and that's guys, that's totally true. They've done a great job. They helped me build my website uh, and stuff that I had no clue about that they informed me on. So we've talked about what all you need to be doing if you're going to create your own or you're going to hire somebody. These are the key steps in it. Uh, tell us a little bit about AdSpark and and what y'all actually do for clients. I know we've kind of hit on it here and there, but kind of go into depth right here as we wrap this thing up. What what do y'all do? How can you help the, the listeners out there that need need a website or need marketing, however it may be? Uh, and you can do it pretty much for anybody in the country, right? I mean, That's y'all right. go everywhere. We're, yeah, so. we, we, can, we can place. We've got several clients that are outside of the, the Birmingham area. And, um, you know, so we can place things. Uh, and that's the great thing about digital. Digital is is so open. It opens up the that that you know kind of wherever. But um, yeah, I mean, we we sit down, we try to talk and and go through. And one of the things that we learned in radio is that we can tell you, hey, we're not a right fit. Yeah. And and it doesn't hurt my feelings. It, it typically doesn't hurt the business owners. Uh, feelings but you know i think the biggest thing is hey if if we can be of help 
will be of help, but you know, it, it may, it may not make sense. And so if it, if it doesn't, then, you know, no, no harm, no foul, it, but it, it's, it's more of you get to know us, we get to know you. Um, and if, if we can be of service, if we can be of benefit, if we can fit, uh, within, you know, the realm of what you want to spend, you know, we'd love to love to be able to help, uh, and do that. Yeah. I mean, I think that we, we take the title of full service, um, and, and full service really is all encompassing and anything that you think of that can, uh, relate to promotions, you know, marketing, digital marketing, traditional advertising, anything and everything we do. And if we don't, we know enough people in the business to direct you to someone that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that we talked a lot about uh, social media. We talked a lot about websites, but we do anything and everything from direct mail, postcards, digital ads, social media. I mean, it, it really is advertising is such a, such a vague term um, to just, Hey, we're going to get the word out, mm-hmm. you know, how, however we need to. So we can get as creative as the budget needs to be. So, um, I think that's kind of us in a nutshell. Yeah. That's cool, and that's uh, that. What you're saying on the the digital thing that we've talked about for so long is true. But I'm glad you brought that up about the the traditional marketing because y'all actually made my postcards. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all made awesome postcards for me at a very very costly cost efficient uh, rate. It, they turned out great, and I used them in my business. So that's actually something people might want to reach out to you. I mean for because we're going into leaf season here snow plowing christmas lights all this different services that people are going to be doing y'all can create those postcards too yeah. as well postcards brochures i mean just any anything and everything uh, that you want to you know market. signs y'all yeah. do signage signage and all that stuff so you know and, and that we, we we design things you know we can turn things around so if if you don't need us to print it uh, you know, and actually you had reached out to me about just designing something yep. and you had some online printer that yep. was going to do it. And, uh, we were actually cheaper, yep. uh, and, and got you, I think a, a little bit more postcards oh, yeah. Way for, more for, for cheaper. cheaper. Yep. So, um, you, you had this time frame of, well, this company's <laughs> running the special and I need to have the postcard tomorrow, yep. you know? And yep. it was like, well, let me just price out what, what we could do it and when i sent you it was like all right well we'll oh, just yeah, just do it yeah there's there's no there's no hurry on getting that postcard we'll, we'll i'll just print them with you yeah. so uh, again it, just because you know there there's live people that you can touch and or talk to or whatever doesn't mean that it's more expensive yeah. you know um you know our goal is you know yeah i mean you know we're not in the business to to you know, um, starve. You got to make money. You got to be profitable. But at the same time though, we're not out there just trying to gouge people. Uh, You know, our, our goal is, you know, to, to make, you know, get results and get, get the client happy so that they're not going to go anywhere. And that's why we have probably, you know, 20 or so clients that are every month, you know, this isn't a short term, you know, and some, some clients are short term where, Hey, it's seasonal or, you know, I, I need help with this project and then you don't see them for a little while. But most of the, most of the clients that we work with are, are every day. And the other, the other thing that I did want to mention is that when we were in radio, we, we would often, because we were a Christian radio station, we would have a lot of businesses that were B to B, you know, business to business. And, uh, and it just wasn't the right fit, you know, being on a Christian radio station. Yeah. You may hit one or two people that, you know, were right your customer mm-hmm. but our goal was you know uh, you know 
to really talk to the consumer. Um, and so one thing that we have done uh, different uh, with, with the agency is that, you know, we do work with some B2B, you know, uh, engineering groups, um, some metal groups, um, some masonry groups, some brick companies that are really just marketing or targeting other businesses. businesses yeah. And so, you know, contractors, that sort of thing. And so that's where I think, you know, that, that's that's an area that was always frustrating at the radio station because we'd always turn them down and say, look, it, it's it's not worth your your, your time it's and not effort. It's not going to be listening. Right. And so uh, and some, some would get upset. You know, I want to uh, – it's like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so now, you know, with, through email marketing, through social media – uh, through through you know web uh, and digital, um, you can target who you're wanting to target. If you know it's it's business owners of this, or if it's you know this. And you mentioned LinkedIn, LinkedIn, and LinkedIn is it can be a successful uh, avenue, but it's also a more costly, more expensive a- yeah. avenue. And uh, so, and we we try to uh, you know it, that's really the B two B. You're area. reaching a higher end clientele on LinkedIn. You, though, you, most of the time. you are, and, but again, I think Derek has done the research and all that stuff, and it's like you have to spend ten dollars to the one dollar that you spent over on on Facebook. Really? To yeah. to so get it's LinkedIn, a, it's significantly. It's, more it's expensive. a lot more expensive okay. uh, to to get results, and so um, that that's you know those are the areas that you know you know hopefully we can be of service and benefit to to those listening. Well, that's awesome, guys. Uh, I appreciate y'all's time. Where can we find you? Where can everybody out there find you if they want to get in contact and maybe get a website built or some marketing material printed or anything like that? So our website is theadspark.com. That is the, T-H-E, ad, A-D, 1-D, spark, S-P-A-R-K.com. So that's theadspark.com. Um, and uh, you can always reach me on my cell phone. Uh, I'm more the sales guy that you, you know, you're going to talk to and all that stuff, 205 Nine one zero six two seven nine. That's two zero five nine one zero six two seven nine. That's awesome. We'll put all that stuff in the show notes so everybody can go. We got links down there. You can reach everybody and uh, contact them when you need to. But I really appreciate y'all's time. Uh, this is actually really funny as we wrap this up here. So if if you guys have gone back and listened to the podcast, I don't remember. 10, 15 episodes ago, we talked about a major accident that we had. And we actually have the, the homeowner in the room with us. Derek, it was actually Derek's house that uh, he, he we broke the most expensive front doors I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but he actually enjoyed it. He told me, he said, man, I'm glad you did it because I got a nicer front door out of it. I, I do, we do enjoy the new front door. Yeah. So it is one of those. Our house is um, strategically positioned in where the sun is going to beat it down. Yep. And so um, we were not able to have just a regular wood door. And so the, the door that was there was some combination of fiberglass metal whatever and um it was ugly it was incredibly (laughs) ugly it came with a house we didn't pick it out so we had had it for years and you know by the grace of god we we were able to get a new one so (laughs) for free he was ready for it so but it it, you know i will you know jeremiah and i uh, joked that we should have gone into the door business because yeah trying to get this thing replaced trying to get glass for it because our first step was not replacing the door. It was replacing the glass. Yeah. And the number of people told me no. I mean, I, I couldn't even keep count. And, and you know, then you add in the, uh, the COVID problems of people not uh, producing products. We thought we'd have found a solution. And then we took it to them and they said, no, we're not going to produce it anymore. And you just, you just kind of felt like it was like a, a five-month like uh, yep. no fest. It was like no matter what we did, I was like, you know what? You just kind of get discouraged after a while, but we finally found a company that could come out and do it, and you know, 
It looks great now. They do. The doors so, look awesome. The door does look great. So I wondered what that pull down shade was. The I was pull- like, did they have that installed after the glass broke? But is that because of the sun? It was because of yeah. the sun. So it actually cut. Um, if you in the middle of summer, you cannot even touch the doorknob at really? the front door because it's, it's so hot. Wow. Um, and so we started pulling down, uh, getting that shade, and it actually cut our power bill like thirty bucks. Really? Yeah. So, so what we're talking about, guys, is they have this front porch, and it's a big. Uh, what did you say? An oval, right? Yeah, like like a, like a area. Like a, yeah, and they got a shade that comes down, just like a almost like a shade that you put in. Just your, a rolling shade, yeah, just a rolling shade. Yeah, so. comes down in blocks and stuff. And I pulled up after we broke it, and I was like, "Did he really have that installed after we broke that?" No, but then no. it turns out because yeah, that sun. that had we put that up um, probably two years ago, and but it's one of those things that. It doesn't work if we're not home because there's no one to put it down. Yeah. And so, but then you also have to make sure that it's not going to storm. Yeah. Because if it storms, I mean, I think it's blown and sucked up. So, so, um, but you know, when the kids are home during the summer, they, one of their chores was, Hey, make sure you put down the things so so that the four you're in a hundred degrees. Oh, that's so, but it's actually been really helpful. Save money. Yeah, it does. And it, you know, trying to find something that matched the house that didn't look too tacky. Cause usually those are the shades that go on your back porch. Uh, around the pool area, something like that. So yep. finding something that would fit was was not an easy task either. So yeah. Well, Chris, where are you heading this weekend? I'm heading to South Alabama this afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. Heading out today. Mm-hmm. Big game. Who are they playing? Uh, Louisiana. Oh, so you get Louisiana? What two, three weeks? You got them again well, in two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. Billy Napier? Mm-hmm. Okay. How yeah. they looking this year? They're looking good. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, South Alabama is much improved too. Really? So I think they're undefeated. I think it'll be a good game. So it'll be a good game. Yeah. Do you enjoy bet? Do you enjoy refing like good games or blowouts? Oh no, you you want to ref you a good a, game. You want a good game. Yeah, unless it's like game. a four overtime game and he's ready to go yeah. home. We've had we've had three overtime. We've had two three overtime games in the past. So yeah, really? no, those, those are those, those are, are ones that are pretty long. You, what are the do you get long commercial breaks on these smaller games though? As you, like you would a big game. You, I mean, you get well. Obviously, you don't get um, super long, but I mean they're they're still know, just under. You know, about two and a half, three, three minutes, three or whatever, minutes, yeah. and so it just depends on 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 what network and all that stuff. But they're not the CBS seven no, minute. They're not. Yeah, they're not long. Yeah, they're not long. <laughs> I'm uh, not looking this weekend. Auburn LSU eight o'clock kickoff. It's gonna be midnight before that thing's over. Yeah, with. yeah. Why? Why are you gonna do that at eight o'clock? Yeah, of all the times. I know, but. It's not like we're on the West Coast or anything. But, guys, as you know, it's football season down here in Alabama. We take it very seriously. Uh, everybody in the South does. So, uh, got a big old war eagle from us. What are y'all? Are you? I went to Bama. So. Oh, big old roll tide. I went, I went to UAB. But Go I, Blazers. I, I'm, I'm not a uh, – I, I can't be a fan anymore. He yeah. is the most boring person to watch football with now because there is no rooting interest. He spends his entire time watching, watching the uh, – Watching the refs. You know, yeah, we have, we have tickets to the, the high school games because, you know, our kids go there. And so, we have the tickets and sitting beside him at the game. It's like he's, he's, he's worried about the officials. I'm looking at the 40-yard pass and this position <laughs> official was out of position. And so, it's – Yeah, he's like, oh, I missed that call. And I'm like, you know what? You are no fun to watch games with. Hey, so. well, that's – I. I understand that because now whenever I go watch basketball, I, all I do is coach. I, I analyze every every pass that should have been made, every mm-hmm. missed shot. I'm like, I can't just enjoy. I can't right. just enjoy right. watching the yeah. game. Yeah, it's, it's it is different. Yeah. You know, I, I love being there and I love, but I mean, yeah, if I had to sit in the stands and have to deal with the crowds and all that stuff, I probably wouldn't go. Yeah, you know, uh, comfort of of my own home with, with the a big TV, absolutely air conditioning. Yes, yeah. uh, and you know that that. That does not appeal to me. You know, having police escort to and from the stadium is great. That's nice. Yeah. I love that. And 
you know, being on the sidelines is great. Yeah. Dealing with the teams and all that stuff, but not dealing with, you know, crowds and concessions and that sort Drunk of thing. people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the worst part, getting up there and somebody's yelling and slinging their beer on you and stuff. That's the worst part right there. That's right. Well, guys, I appreciate your time for real. Uh, well, thanks we for, enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming, uh, and, and I'm glad that we were able to do it. Absolutely. It's been an honor to have you all on here. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave us those all-important ratings and reviews. As Chris said, they do help. Uh, they do social proof the podcast. So if you don't mind, go do that. Uh, you can do it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, just leave them for us. It'll really help us social proof and get out there to a bigger audience. Uh, we appreciate you listening. We're looking forward to what the future holds. GIE is coming up into the month of October. We just hit October 1st. So uh, you can officially say it's GIE month. We're excited. We're ready to see all of you there, connect with a bunch of people, and uh, hopefully build some more relationships along the way. But I appreciate you tuning in today, and we hope to catch up with you here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. We know you have many other podcast options to choose from, and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today. You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.